Welcome to episode 74 of Shannon on Batman. Tonight, Batman the Animated Series stuff. Tom, how do you feel about that? Yeah. <laughs> Kyle? Oi. <laughs> <laughs> so before we jump into like the meat of the show, we're going to be doing like like a few commentary tracks. We're just going to talk about like what the show means to us as fans. Again. Yeah, we've done this. It's been a while since we like specifically talk Didn't somebody about suggest we do this, Isn't this i can't remember but we did get a lot of like hey you should do this episode so we're gonna do uh beware the gray ghost feats of clay and then the harley the first episode of harley quinn no, feats of clay part two yeah feats of clay and part then two. yeah uh joker's favor which so, is the first appearance of harley quinn so we're excited about that but it's been a minute since we've done anything like specifically we got stuff in the bank yeah we it's, do have stuff just gotta do it. So if you want to hear that stuff in the bank, let us. I mean, know. we do have the like the Justice League action writer. Yeah, exactly. Chilling. That one's ready to roll. Whenever it's ready to go. Um. So we'll do like a little roundtable, talk about the show, and then jump right into which one are we doing first? Beware the Grey Ghost. Correct. And then we're we're gonna have the sound down a little bit, not too loud, but just loud enough so we can hear it. Um, and then just line up your stuff, obviously. But let's let's do like a roundtable about what the show means to us as fans of Batman. Um, what the show means to us now, post having Paul Dini on twice, and just talk about the show a little bit. So, Kyle, hi, hi. <laughs> uh, this show has meant so many things to so many different people. It's has this amazing following on Twitter, on Facebook. It's beloved by so many people. Why do you believe that this show in particular has just stood the test of time where other shows, when you look back at it, like, it doesn't hold up. It doesn't do, you know, doesn't hit me in the feels like it should when, when talking about my childhood. I want to say it's because... The time around the time this show was airing on TV, it really was like the industry leader in terms of animation quality and writing quality, and it just it was just like top tier in both categories, and it just came out at a really good time when a lot of people who are now adults right now were kids. A lot of people that are the ones talking about the show were the ones that were first introduced to the character back in the '90s, watching the show during their cartoon block. Mm-hmm. And so I think right now we're just at a very good time to be reminiscing about the show just because now we're all at the age where we can look back at it with super fun memories. Right. And w- what is amazing about the show is it spawned off uh, the new adventures of Batman, uh, Batman Beyond, Justice League. So there's a lot of continuity with that. But I'm going to ask Tom the same question. Like, why do you think from your uh, point of view, this show is really to the test of time. Kyle nailed it. Like we're all three of us are 
our parents were considered the baby boomers and they were considered that because there was so many children from that generation. And there's a lot of us that got home from school and grabbed a snack and went to the TV and Batman, the animated series was on. And that being said, we loved it when we were kids because the animation was incredible. It was really pleasing to look at explosions and just fast paced, good looking things. But now that we're older, we can see the reasons that maybe some of our parents didn't mind sitting down and watching this show with us. Because now as an adult, when I watch this this show, it I'm like, wow, I, I even as an adult, I really get into this in the story and it's still pleasing to look at and it still holds my attention even even if I wasn't a huge Batman fan, I I believe it would still be entertaining as an adult. Right, and if you look back at the time as well, like Fox Kids had an amazing lineup. They had the X-Men the animated series, they had Spider-Man, they had Gargoyles, just so many of these really excellently developed shows, and they were executed really well too. But for some reason... You know, even saying that Batman, the animated series, really takes the cake. It really is the number one animated show probably of all time. Even moreover than, you know, the Fleischer Superman series, you know, those that serialized from the 30s and the 40s. Just the animation really just still holds story still holds but you're really introduced to the menagerie of characters the menagerie of villains you get the classic you know we talk about the classic stories of batman and gordon and alfred but saying that you know a lot of people were introduced to those characters from the show it was a really great way to be introduced to those great characters without picking up a comic book. Like you could, you could pick up a comic book and what you were reading was probably, you know, especially in the Spider-Man, the X-Men world, what you were seeing on TV, you could pick up a comic and read that as well. It was pretty much the exact same thing. It was <laughs> continuity was a hundred percent there. Yeah. Right. And you know, Paul Dini, Bruce, Tim, Eric Rodomsky, so many of those people, just wanted to make a good show that could be reached to little kids, teenagers, and adults because they were fans of this stuff. You know, and having Paul Dini come on and really talk about that, you know, we when whenever we have Paul on, just we're still in awe because he really did write our childhood. Like like we all remember going home. I remember having the the characterized mac and cheese every day, you know, the ones with like the weird, like the outline. The ones with the bad shapes that taste like cardboard. Yeah, <laughs> good times. <laughs> and watching, you know, having like a TV tray or you know sitting at the table watching the show. Yeah. But you know, like you could, it came on before the Simpsons came on, so it was like a perfect lead up. Oh, and that to- was when I had to turn off the TV. You had to turn off the TV for Simpsons? Yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch Simpsons oh, for a man. long time, actually. 
And because of that, I know I like never turned into a Simpsons fan. Um, but it's still people talk about the animated series to this day. And when, now that we're seeing all this, you know, Batflex stuff, it's like it's like of seeing live a live action version of that. He like tapped our memories with it. Like he goes, "What's ever what? Wh- how can I appeal to my demographic?" of like 18 to 35 oh i'll just do batman the animated series-esque stuff in home run automatic like he's gonna make two billion dollars there's the i always post this like the side-by-side shot of like kevin conroy and ben affleck's bruce wayne like the kevin conroy bruce wayne with the the ben affleck bruce wayne and it's pretty pretty much right on line of that of what the kevin conroy is but the action was really powerful the stories it was like there's so many good things to talk about about the animated series like you we really can't even do it justice sitting here talking amongst ourselves about it do you have it like before we jump in, do you have like favorite episodes? And I'll start with Tom on this one. Like favorite episodes of the animated series, things that still stick out to you as a fan of the character of Batman, as a fan of the of the show. Honestly, it's been like twenty years since I really like watched them. Watched them. I've seen episodes like here and there over the past while, but none of them. Just it's been so long. I just remember, I just remember the action, and I remember the the just the. The way that it looked was cool, and the stories were easy to follow as a kid, and it was something you could get into. As far as like remembering a complete story that I loved, I feel like when I watch them, I remember segments and I remember certain parts of stuff, but I can't come out and say, like, this is my favorite episode from the animated series. I just haven't gone over the content recent enough to to pull one out like that. Cal, do you have a favorite episode? Something that you remember watching as a kid? I was like, oh yeah, I really love this. Is all of them a valid answer? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a, that's an, I mean, there, an answer. There really aren't any bad episodes of the animated series, but I mean, I guess if I had to pick one that sticks out the most to me, it might be Heart of Ice. Just because that's like the quintessential right there. But again, you can't really go around watching any of them. <laughs> Justin's dying. Don't I worry, guys. I am have this terrible cough now. What if it's not Justin? I, I must have gave it to you. you must have. Um, for me, you know, obviously Heart of Ice is going to be there. But Robin's Reckoning, those two episodes. Uh, the That's like one of the first episodes, isn't it? No, it's more in the in between. Oh. I really love Robin's Reckoning. Just that has that classic Robin origin story take. That's the origin story. Okay. Um, I really love all the whenever they have like the Rachel Ghoul stuff. The Rachel Ghoul episodes always stick out to me because they're always going like these far away like exotic locations. Batman's not stuck in Gotham City. Batman goes to I wouldn't say like the the pyramids, but like the desert in like Cairo or Egypt or something to to, to try to take down Rache, stop him from going in the the vat of the. The Lazarus Pit. The Lazarus Pit. Those are always very strong. And I always remember 
you know, I still remember this day. Whenever I see or think of Rachel Ghoul, I think of when he's like, when he says like detective or anything, you know, that will, those are really strong yeah. episodes. I really like the Scarecrow one. There's there's a few that are peppered in, but the very beginning series, I remember. Uh, is it perhance to dream? Maybe that's a Mad Hatter one. But there's one where, um, where Scarecrow uses the fear gas on like Robin, and Robin's like afraid of heights. And there's like a football game going on in the sky. He's running, and he all of a sudden he sees all these like weird, crazy. Uh, scary looking dudes like those those ones always stuck out you know obviously harley quinn ones i remember there was a two-faced one that i really liked yeah the two the two-faced one was really powerful too i think what happened spoilers at the end is like batman somehow like sleight of handed two-face and swapped his coin out for a different coin and like two-face just lost his cookies i think so it's been a while i remember how he i liked how they kind of brought into um the they kind of like retold his origin story differently. Like he was chasing someone or something, and he's like, "There's like an explosion, and he bl- like blows half his face off." There's no Rachel. No Rachel. 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 Um, I'm gonna go hibernate for nine years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's where episode one of Batman the animated series starts. Yeah, that was a really powerful one. I really like the, like the the Ivy and the Harley episode where they team up. Oh yeah! But another great one that pops into my like memory is uh, almost got him, where they're all all the villains are like telling a story of how they almost like beat Batman. At the very end, you find out spoilers that Killer Croc, who's been there telling the story of how he almost stopped Batman and almost beat him. Is really Batman. There's a great image where this light comes in and out of focus, like goes out and shows like this darkness, and then it comes back and it shows Killer Croc, and then it goes back and you see like the the bat uh, ears and everything. Like that was a really powerful one. So, any like before we jump, any lasting things you guys want to talk about before we jump right into Beware the Ghost, Beware the Gray Ghost. Sorry. No, I, I, I'm I'm ready to go. Beware the Grey Ghost. It was written by Dennis O'Flaherty and Tom Ruger. So we and are ready. So got Adam West, right? Adam West is in this episode. Adam West is the Grey Ghost. As the Grey Ghost. Yeah. Um, I've got a copy of this on my hard drive, so I've already got it kind of like loaded up. I am on the uh, on after the uh, the incredible Batman the Animated Series opening credits. There's always the uh, the little couple seconds with the the title of the episode. That's where I'm at. So if you get in that title sequence part, we'll be really close. So if you want to follow along, Beware the Grey Ghost. It's episode 18 of the run. And I'm at that little title slide. It says Beware the Grey Ghost. There's a guy with a gun and white eyes and a bolo hat. So I'm going to hit play in three Two, one, now. And we want to thank Ryan Haas for suggesting this. Yeah, there you go. I didn't know who suggested it. Andrew Gilkinson at Andy Dandy Mandy suggested Clayface Part 2. At what? Andy Dandy Mandy. 
Hmm. You, sir, should better you better keep that Twitter handle for as long as you can. Because that's a gem. Because Kyle's gunning for it. <laughs> if you ever get rid of it, I'm taking it. <laughs> then the flight cast, they they mentioned Heart of Ice and made Mr. Freeze one of the most tragic villains ever written. Incredible. So if, in the, then if you want to uh, read our episode reviews of Batman the Animated Series, Andrew Keese is doing that. And you can find that www.shailen.batman.com. Nice. So let's get right into it. Explosion. explosion! Black and white explosion. We have found the inspiration for Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it up just a little bit, No. Nope. I don't want to get sued. Copyright. Throw the, can we throw some some subtitles out? Nope. Copyright. Uh, that wouldn't affect it. <laughs> Copyright on subtitles. <laughs> Someone typed up those letters. Explosion! <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bagasm. <laughs> The bat symbol right there is a little different. Was it? Yeah. I just love the music too right here with the gray ghost. And I love how we see young Bruce Wayne kind of watching. It's almost like he's getting a little inspiration. Yeah. The Mad Bomber. God, that voice, man. Yeah, I know. I love Adam, Adam West. West's voice. Is just I didn't realize so... it till another explosion. Yeah, three explosions in like two minutes. It's a new record. Look how fast they got there, though. Damn, it's like they knew it was going to happen or something. We're not in Flint anymore, boys. <laughs> Would have been awesome if he just drop kicked Commission. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. Sorry, Commissioner. I haven't Gordon. done that one before. The Mad Bomber. Deja vu. I've seen this on TV. Oh, my God. Alliteration. <laughs> you know, seeing him at Comic-Con was... Kyle was there. So, uh, what'd you ask him? <laughs> Not a good question. Hmm, I wonder where I've seen Bruce Wayne wake up from a dream like that before. Seems awfully familiar. <laughs> so original. Summer Gleason. I wonder if they're ever going to put her into, like, a movie. How do you know her name? So waiting for them to bring back Vicky Vale. <laughs> we should be less creepy this time, probably. Nah. <laughs> it's the 21st century. Sex sells, man. People love bat blowies. <laughs> Sounds like Pirate Bay. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? I don't know what it is. <laughs> We're too Nova. I love he's Another t- explosion. I love he's wearing a t-shirt and he has a it's a bow tie. It's class. Hey, nerds got to be classy, too. Yeah, it's just like, is it a t-shirt with a bow tie on it? I think it's just a t-shirt <laughs> with a bow tie. 
Is it a club? The Television on? Actors Guild. What? <laughs> Big bold lettering. <laughs> a ripoff of an Emmy in the back. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have imbd.com back then. So the, these are books. The movie kids. library. <laughs> these are books. Could you just imagine if Bruce is like Alfred? Pop up the internet. How come Bruce is the only person that rocks actual collar on his clothes? He's got Simon the money. He's got the money for it. Alfred has no collar. He's just got a bow tie in the middle of his shirt. Yeah, get out. Man, Simon Trent is handsome. He used to be the gray, the gray ghost, and now he's nothing. He's still gray, though. Nice. You know that guy's a douchebag because he has a mustache. <laughs> like, look at that mustache. What's going on with that? It looks like the dude from Rocky and Bullwinkle. It does. <laughs> Such a great sh- series. Good times. There's like drama and action. I mean, there's already been like 16 explosions. Yeah, I haven't seen an explosion in a second. I'm starting to lose interest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's more like it. Don't, don't oh. break your stuff. You're going to regret that later. Don't do it. Don't do it. That old man's strong. <laughs> I was going to say, Jesus. This was TV, so they had to figure out a way. How can we show- now he can't even take his gray ghost memorabilia to the pawn shop because it's all broke. Did they not have like comic cons? Was there not a gray ghost con? I guess not. Because he'd be just raking in the money. He'd be uh, having. I people, believe the guy. He'd have the people vote. coming up to him asking him what his favorite great ghost dude. I is. called this shit. I'm pretty sure that's the the voice of that like blonde haired kid is Bruce Tim. Maybe. That's how a lot of actors' lives go. Sad life to be an actor. You gotta be pretty crazy to be an actor. Like Johnny Depp crazy? (laughs) Maybe not that crazy. It's pretty crazy. Jack Nicholson crazy? That's a pretty good crazy right there. Yeah. The right level. We haven't heard anything from him in like 10 years. Isn't he unofficially retired? I think so. Well, I mean, the way the 2016's going, he's probably... Probably taken away tragically. You're probably right. Fuck 2016. Yep. You know, in my memory, I thought he was going to show up as the Grey Ghost meeting Batman, but I'm like, yeah, they're going to fight. He just pawned his suit, dude. A superhero always keeps a backup. That'd be awesome if they did like a 
According to all Zack Snyder films, they have like closets full of outfits and shit. <laughs> you. Love the love the music. Not only is the Grey Ghost incredibly strong, he is the fastest old dude I've ever seen. He's in good shape. Yeah. But the way that they were able to make it, like, serious, but have a good time at it as well is so timeless and so well done. They don't make cartoons like they used to. No, they do not. Ask Tom. I bet you have a hard time trying to find a good good cartoon or animated series to watch with your kid. The only ones I really, like, deeply have fell in love with are... Another regular show and and uh and like Adventure Time. Honestly, yeah. they're the only ones I've like really fallen in love with. I've seen every single episode of Regular Show. I think that's the best animated series on TV right now. That's a great show. Another explosion. We're making up for it. All right. Good pacing on the explosions so far. For agree. The most part. Agree. Could you just imagine if this was like a big budget movie? How much that would cost? Millions. Billions. Maybe we get to see that. But another thing that's great about this show is that (laughs) is that uh, so many people like us have been affected so positively that like Scott Snyder and and Christopher Christopher and Jonah Nolan they took. They took elements of the show and put it into their writing, put it into their movies, put it into their comics. So it's affected those people as well. Kyle, you were right. About what? Oh, I thought he was going to go grab another suit. He had one in the suitcase. He had one in the box. Kyle was right. I'm always right. As usual. Shit, no one can find those tapes. You probably could have made more money off those, old man. <laughs> right? I have the original. <laughs> I'm an actor. <laughs> what? Says Christian Bale every day. I'm not Batman. Do you not know what an actor is? I am not an actor. I am a human being. I am an FBI agent. <laughs> I love that Alfred's watching the Grey Ghost with Bruce. Someone's got to run the Why projector. Why do I have to stand here? Can I sit? Do you want some popcorn, sir? No, shut up. Called it. <laughs> he gets a smirk on his face. He's like, yeah, you're my bitch. <laughs> Not only that, but he's like, Yes. My childhood before all the bad right? stuff happened. I'm like I'm like six before my parents got cats. Flashback. I bet Bruce's parents bought him like all the most expensive gray ghost toys ever. It's like the rich or something. <laughs> <laughs> I 
The, it's so, we get to see Bruce Wayne smile. Holy Dude, explosion. The cinematography in this is like redonkulous. Like the angles that it comes in on. and It's just so ahead I of its time. I just love the look of these toys bringing me back. We, have to, we might have to do, go down this rabbit hole of the animated series again. Binge watch. Record some commentary tracks. Get some bankers. What do you guys think of like the look of like the GCPD? It's like 1930s, 1940s look. But it's not. It's like futuristic at the it's same time. Right. That's what I love about it. It's like you can't place it. You can't place it in a certain time or even a certain decade. Like it's so, it's so modern, it's but timeless. so old. And it's so. retro. Yeah. The only thing that really matters though is Jim Gordon's trench coat. Absolutely classic. And the hat, which he's wearing in Justice League. I mean, that's pretty much that's pretty much what we have for Commissioner Gordon now. What do you guys think of like the the body armor on these cops? They look like hockey pads. I'm not wearing hockey pads. At least these cops are a good shot. They did not go to the Stormtrooper Academy oh, of Shooting. Ben has got a friggin' flamethrower, yo. He had a flamethrower. Oh, what it explosions. It makes cars explode. I love the explosion I rate. love the idea of Batman having a flamethrower. You know how, da- like, God. Bl- Batman can take care of some shit swooping through the city with, <laughs> with a flamethrower. Flame <laughs> Eat your heart up, Mr. Freeze. The most Freeze. impressive bat. <laughs> Could you just imagine that's like a whole episode of Mr. Freeze and Batman going at it? <laughs> One has the freeze gun, Batman's got the got a flamethrower. Perfect. I'll get you now, Freeze. That would have been a great... <laughs> if they would have had Batman... With a flamethrower and Batman and Robin, I would love that movie. Get back. It'd make Chill. it a lot better. Where's your oh flamethrower? Oh my god. Not the cars. <laughs> Does a gray ghost <laughs> show up? <laughs> oh shit. Good call, Kyle. You know what? Never get rid of your super suit. You have to be really strong to climb up a rope. Uh, yeah. Or a pole. <laughs> I just love that they're, they're fighting together, kind of. They're solving mysteries. The only thing that would make this scene better... Mystery Machine Van <laughs> Roll By! <laughs> Haven't they done Scooby-Doo crossovers before? Yeah, they yeah. used, they oh, used yeah. to do uh, Adam West. The, I don't know. Was it Adam West? I know they had like sworn. the Harlem Globetrotters on. I don't remember Adam. Maybe. Scooby Doo got pretty weird at times. <laughs> I, I just remember like watching that. And all of a sudden, you see like Harlem Globetrotters. Those were the coolest episodes, man. They were funny. I got sick. I like my sweet ride. I was really sick one year for Halloween show off and uh they had on halloween they had every episode of scooby-doo marathon that's a lot of episodes that's a lot i just was i watched everyone i was so like terribly sick but it was so worth it 
you have an she, intercom and you're like, Mom, more Hot Pockets. More Hot Pockets. <laughs> I need Scooby Snacks. No, I miss out on candy. How are these little RC cars keeping up with the Batmobile? I was wondering they got little the rocket thing. propellers on them. Oil slick, yeah. Kyle, have you ever thought about making exploding RC cars? He's not at liberty to say. As your legal counsel, don't answer that question. You just spoiled what I was working on. <laughs> I love it. We did it, partner. He says partner. He's got to pull out old chum in this episode. What, what he... you didn't realize, though, is Robin's actually in the background. And he hears that and he gets really pouty because of it. <laughs> That would have been a really awesome to have Robin in this episode. How <laughs> uh, is your partner? It's so awesome. How are you just going to take some random ass actor to the Batcave? He's the gray ghost. But he's just an actor. He said it. That's like taking Vicky Vale to your Batcave. I love that picture back there. The poster? It looks just like the animated the series. animated series bat. That's so cool. I swear to God, if I see Bruce Wayne, if Batflex Bruce Wayne typing stuff and looking at fingerprints in the solo Batfleck movie, I will lose my crap. I will just go crazy. Oh my goodness. Not him. <laughs> Someone doesn't like Batman. Is that Devin Farachi? <laughs> oh my god. At least we got that one recorded. Uh, the computer's going to die now. <laughs> and power outage. I need to stop and save this. <laughs> Is that Devin Farachi? <laughs> I'm telling you, that's Bruce Tim. I don't know what Bruce Tim sounds like. Uh, he sounds like Bruce Tim. It's Dr. Robotnik. Mr. Roboto? No, Dr. Robotnik from so- Sonic. The Hedgehog. Another one, another episode of the animated series that I love is the one where they do uh, the Riddler. Where they have to go play that game. Yeah. On the hand. Yeah. You want to watch that one? Want to play a game? Maybe next time. I like the three we have picked out right now. But yeah, next That's time a, for sure. I'm gonna that watch is that a good home. one. Good call. I'm going to watch that when I get home. What's that game they play, though? It's bugging me now. We'll find out. If only there were some, like database where everything was conveniently put to the google in one machine place. facebook yes facebook <laughs> told you that guy'd make a billion dollars off that shit
He had a Blu-ray, man. Look. <laughs> he, he was ahead of the times. Did he for real? Yeah, the, the case, case is, is all blue. <laughs> He's got the complete series. Way to just give away your your secret identity, Bruce Wayne Batman. Damn it, Alfred. All right. I think it's called If You're So Smart, Why Aren't You Rich? Is that it? Good possibility. I don't know. Sounds like a Riddler. Yep. Hmm. Batman and Robin struggle through a labyrinth solving advertisement. I hate why does the Wikipedia now have advertisements? Damn, Justin, you called that man. Bruce Tim is Ted Dimer. Bruce W. Tim. Okay. Batman and Robin struggle through the labyrinth solving its many puzzles despite having to leave their utility belts outside at Enigma's request. They manage to rescue Mockridge, but they cannot find the Riddler afterwards. He is shown far away from Gotham City aboard an aeroplane, but vows to continue his vendetta against Mockridge, Batman, and Robin. That was such a good episode. So they had to fight David Bowie in the labyrinth? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I just remember, like, there's that huge Tauros or Taros or whatever, and then they have that hand that flies through. Yep. Such a good episode. Dang. Like, the the lights are flicking on and off, and Batman stops in the Batmobile, and he's like, it's Morse code. And he's typing it in the Bat computer in the side of the Batmobile. Good episode. That's Bat-tastic. Um, I really, I really enjoy how many cameos that Adam West has been able to to have in the Batman universe. Well, he's got the new movie coming up. He, too. he does. And that's going to, that's going to go to theaters for like one day, which would be really cool to see if, if I can, maybe if we can find a theater within an hour of here or whatever, it'd be cool to check out. Um, I, out on the Batman 89 I did. Story. I had family stuff that day. Unfortunately, I would have loved to have been there. Hopefully Sick. they do it again. Um, Hopefully, I mean, like, last time we talked to Paul Dini, he went and seen Mask of the Phantasm on the big screen. Like, hopefully we get to do, we get something like that around here. I, I, I really love all these old, these the, the, them bringing back these older animated films, putting them on the big screen I, we, to check We need out. to do a, somebody asked us to do a Mask of the Phantasm commentary track. I'd be Ooh. down with that. That's a great movie. It's so. awesome. But back to the Adam West, I just really love how everyone pays their homage to Adam West, whether they... To the bat pole. Yeah, whether they use some kind of campy line that just straight up they take from the 66 series or they have him come in as a cameo and play a bad guy or a good guy or just that like Stan Lee little cameo for a I couple seconds. I love when he kills the Noid and Family Guy. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the Noid should have avoided me. I, I've said it a thousand times on this podcast and I'll say it again like Nothing makes me laugh on Family Guy more than a random ass line from Adam West out of nowhere. The <laughs> crap they have that man say on Family Guy is just, you can't beat it with a stick. It's awesome. What is the next episode we are going to do? We are going to watch episode number 21 of the series, Feet of Clay Part 2. And it was written by Marv Wolfman and Michael Reeves. Michael Reeves is a really good writer. Um, kind of like quick backstory. 
Bruce Wayne gets framed for the attempted murder of Lucius Fox, and the cops are after him. They lock him up, so when we start this one, Bruce will be getting out of jail on bail. And uh, I'm slipping on the name right now, but... Clayface? Clayface. I can't remember his human name, his person name, but uh, like he was attacked by the people that dumped the uh, the product down his throat made him drink it oh turn him yeah into clay face. i haven't seen this episode in forever yeah either. part one's like really graphic at the end they uh it's like a face cream and these thugs just dump gallons of it down this guy's throat and the only thing he can do is drink it to not drown and it turns him he into clay was face waterboarded before waterboarding was cool real talk so have you guys ever noticed how when Bruce Wayne got locked up in jail, there was no Batman running around. <laughs> Weird coincidence, man. Joker was running rabid, man. Uh, there was like remember there's that, a few weeks where there was no Batman. Remember that time where Clark Kent died the same time that Superman died and Batman v Superman? They died in the same place, too. What a coincidence. <laughs> Jesus. So, once again, we are right after the, uh, the title. Credits. The credits. It's not the credits because they play the credits after this, but it's like it's the it's the title screen. Title card. There's the uh, the theater faces, the happy and sad face that says "Feed of Clay Part 2. That's where we're gonna start, and I'm gonna hit play in three, in three, two, one, click. So, Kevin Altieri. I've always wanted to talk to him. He's like, hit him up. I don't know if he's on there, though. It's a sexy mugshot. Could you just imagine, like, how they open up the Batflick movie with Bruce Wayne in prison? Like, what happened? What did he do? I'm gonna need some context for this. (laughs) Did he kill the Joker, finally? He snapped. Who do you get to represent Bruce Wayne, though? Bruce Wayne. Could you just imagine Alfred's his lawyer? That would be awesome. I've burnt down forests. <laughs> I can study law in two stu- minutes. It's like, hey, my lawyer is Rachel Dawes. <laughs> <laughs> she comes back from the dead. <laughs> Rachel. It would be epic if they got pulled over right there. <laughs> Nefesi here, officer. Oh my god, it's Bruce Wayne. Imperial Pictures. Why did we watch that whole last one in, like, small screen? No, we didn't. We didn't. Matt Hagen, that's his name. There we go. Clayface is such an interesting character, too. Underutilized. He's underutilized in a lot of things. Like, I mean, you could never see him in the Nolanverse, but it would have been interesting if you could... Pulled him up in like a Burton film. I feel like every time they introduce Clayface, they always do it in a plot twisty kind of way where they're like, "Oh, you thought this person was some other person, and then we fake killed him because oh, yeah, Clayface he didn't die." Into Clayface, yeah. like not this again. I've seen it like five times. I really love to see Rupert Thorne though show up too in the, a Black Batflex film. Do you think that there's a good possibility? Maybe not a good possibility, but do you think there's a greater possibility nowadays that we see a Clayface with what they did with like? The Killer Croc and Suicide Squad. 
I mean, there. Uh, Clayface depends what the CGI budget is. <laughs> if they could make him look good, like they did the Jungle Book movie, how they may, were able to make those characters really, really amazing, incredible. Yes, but but they're gonna go for the more cerebral of the Batman villains. You know, obviously, you know, you look at Deathstroke's and. The, f- the upcoming film. Oh, no. Yep. Here's and... we have a problem. <laughs> what are we going to do? We're stopped here in the middle of this conversation. It's buffering. Buffering? What's that? Buffering. I may have to reload this, guys. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do shit on the fly here, Shanley and I'm That's Batman. it. I'm leaving. So bear with us here. Just edit this part out. I'm not going to. It sounds like work. <laughs> um... We're just gonna. What do you think? This is the internet where you can just erase your mistakes, right? I this... mean, was it the whole plot of The Dark Knight Rises? <laughs> For Catwoman, maybe. <laughs> no one cares about that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like that movie, Tom. I mean, Kyle. I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> I know you do. To me, the Nolan trilogy is actually just two movies, and then I... there's a sequel to Batman and Robin after that. I think that's fair. Oh, man. Maybe we will edit this out. No. 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 You're just going to have to bear with us, guys. Sorry. Deal with it. What Kyle said. I'm watching Jared Leto breakdance right now on the Snapchat. Oh, yeah. Do it up. Do it Follow up. Jared Leto on Snapchat. We've said that a few times here on the podcast. Uh, it's just Jared Leto or Leto or whatever it is. But he's always like climbing rocks or doing something off crazy. Warner Brothers. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. All right. So I got that fixed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um... You're going to have to do some some work to get where we are, probably, because I don't have an exact time for you, because who knows where you're watching this. But the line that was just said was, okay, Mr. Daggett, who do we who do you want me to get now or something like that? But the scene we're looking at is a giant vat of acid or whatever with a catwalk over top of it and the two gentlemen standing on top of the catwalk. So pause this right now so you can find it and then we're gonna get ready to get back to this commentary in three two one play i totally thought that guy was uh rupert thorne but it's daggett (laughs) it's daggett i'll i'll hear i'll hear people talk about that that's an intimidating look right there holy shit (laughs) Alfred would have been took no shit like that. He would have burned your forest. He just would have pushed him into that vat of acid. Hmm. Why, he can change into like, like other actors and stuff, right? If I remember correctly. Yeah, he can turn into other people so why not just be like another person he likes his true self why he's got an identity issue after the like the accident why would you want to look like the thing from fantastic four 
Yeah, why would you want to look like Michael Chiklis? <laughs> oh, he would be like the best actor in the world. It's like, we really want Johnny Depp for this movie. Can you look like Johnny Depp? <laughs> I can look He'd like Johnny Depp. He'd make a great clay face, though. I think Johnny Depp would be crazy enough to do it. That'd be an interesting world clay face. The uh, clay face story in The Batman is incredible, actually. I don't remember that one. It's really cool. So he's now figured out he can morph into pretty much anybody. But it doesn't last, if I remember correctly. I don't know why, but during this scene, I'm just imagining Christopher Walken doing the voice. That'd be cool. <laughs> I need more cowbell. You broke my concentration. (laughs) (laughs) He's really awesome in Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Did you ever see that 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 Tim Burton film? Yeah. The term where he's like, ah. I don't think he has any lines. Very casual. He's like the guy from Terminator 2. Was it a T-1000? Yeah, <laughs> Classy pillow smother. Commercial break. Look back. at this editing. Terrible editing. It's in case you missed it. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. That battering looked crazy. You know that guy's bad because he has a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you went down the wrong... I feel like the infectious disease specimen's closet wouldn't be unlocked, though. Was this supposed to be John Waters? I don't know why, but I'm also imagining Christopher Walken doing this guy's voice. <laughs> Is he the next one to go in 2016? Are you a fortune cookie there? I'm never wrong. Just shut up! What if that was like SARS or Ebola? It is. He just said what it was. I well, can't remember what he said, but it's some disease that has no cure, he said. This is dark even for Batman. Yeah. 
It does sound like John Waters. It is. Seawater <laughs> for analysis. How clever. What do you realize he's left handed or something? He's concentrating. Oh. He's concentrating good now. He kind of looks like uh Who's the Russian dude in Street Fighter? Zangief? No. Was it Zangief? Yes, it was. And on my Street Fighter. Hadouken! Hadouken! <laughs> Hadouken! Such a good game for Sega Genesis. Hadouken! <laughs> Did you ever play that GoldenEye game that was, like, updated to, like... The one on Wii? No, 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 no. There's, like, a some guy... On the internet, yeah. Did, like, oh, the, the mod... Yeah, I played that before. And? It's not half bad. Good grief. Wish there was more people playing it, but it's not half bad. All it is, it's just multiplayer? Yeah. Uh, Ow. Brick wall. Like, how does Batman survive being punched in the face by a brick wall? Now a hammer. Wolverine! Snicky, snicky, snoy! This is crazy. I don't understand, like, the, the crazy science behind this, because if he's clay, how is that steel? I don't know, but it's pretty awesome still. This phony baloney science doesn't work for me. <laughs> I cannot get immersed in this. Let's ask the Mythbusters to do this one. Now he's got crab hand. Now he doesn't know what he's doing. I like the condescending voice. Oh, his little baby tired. Just hit him with like right? some water. Nice. Weird. <laughs> Heavens to Betsy. I'm scared. So Daggett made the cream because his face got all messed up. I think him and his boyfriend just broke up. (laughs) 
For a second, I thought that was a bunch of lasagna. <laughs> Hungry like much? Tea. I was I was kind of confused about it, too. I'm like, are those pizza boxes? Like, what's going on here? That's why I didn't say anything. I'm trying to put two and two together. It's like, is this TMNT? Uh, or Garfield? Lasagna. Oh, Bill Murray. I love that scene in Zombieland. It's like, do you have any regrets? Maybe Garfield. Garfield. <laughs> oh! That's good for you. <laughs> it's all natural. <laughs> Batman pushing have, around. Have some lasagna. Pushing around a cart. He's dying over here. He's that's, that's not Batman. It's Clayface. That's, that's Clayface? I thought it was yeah. Batman. No, they just showed the guy pushing the cart was a janitor, Actually, and then it was Batman. It's John Cena. John Cena! <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was Jason Todd. That too. Jason Todd is Clayface. Jason Cena. That lady's unusually strong. It's Clayface. No. Who's Clayface here, damn it? Spoiler, they're all Clayface. Oh, it was Batman pushing a cart around. I was fooled. You've been bamboozled. I gotta put a dollar in the jar. Did you notice that Clayface has no butt? You would notice that. (laughs) He is built really strangely. Don't shoot, it'll go right through him. Or he'll just throw pieces of his body at you. <laughs> Use your meatball hands to fight Clayface. Fight Clay with Clay. <laughs> Ow. I like how no one ever hears that like shot go off. How come he didn't stick inside of him that time? I don't know. You just ruined this whole episode for me. The physics of this, what Clayface is, doesn't really make a lot of sense. So this is conveniently all taped now, right? Because they're still on set. True. So they just got a confession for the most part. Right. Oh, not anymore. Crap. Film was expensive, too. (laughs) Sonic the Hedgehog, like Justin mentioned earlier. And Kool-Aid guy. If you're bad. Oh, yeah. And you're seeing this. (laughs) <laughs> you gotta be like, whoa, what is going on? What life do I lead? He doesn't seem to be phased. I'm fighting a guy. I who... feel like Clayface would leave like a trail of shit everywhere he went. At least like a wet residue of some sort. It's a little disturbing. Kinda. It's 
It's like that putty you buy in the little container and it farts and stuff. The dollar store putty? Yeah. Oh, his arms just fell off. That was cool. Not the static. What the hell? It's so weird. It's like a can of spray foam insulation. Kind of looks like Mel Gibson in the tat. I was thinking more Dog the Bounty Hunter with dark hair, but <laughs> yeah, okay. Maybe this is a metaphor for Braveheart. <laughs> so when he sees past pictures of himself, he gets crazy. He doesn't know what shape to... Or, you know, he could just, like, not look at him. Close your eyes! See why slideshows are so much better than having, like, 65 TVs? <laughs> pretty cool. It's pretty unsettling. It's pretty cool, though, too. Is like Johnny Depp. You're right. Called it. Wow. Explosions. He's not happy. so unsettling to see him transform like this. Batman takes his mat. No, I'm Bruce Wayne. Don't. Wow. That's messed up, man. And this is a t kid show? How do you detain that? Yep, the results appear consistent. Oh, he's good. (laughs) 
who suggested this episode again? It was a great pick. Justin's half-eaten fruit products aren't working right now. <laughs> He's kind of lost for words. I think it was Ryan Haas. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was definitely a good pick for sure. So, any thoughts on that one? Good stuff. That's it? Nightmare just, fuel. Just good stuff. It was unsettling to watch all that shape-shifting and craziness go down. Yeah. And like, that goes back to my point from earlier. Watching this as an adult now, you, you watch it in an entirely different way, and it's... It's still pleasing. It's still, it's still worth watching. It's it. There is an emotional response. It was like the ending of Batman Returns, where you kind of feel bad for the guy, but then you're like, "Wow, this guy's crazy." Yeah. So. I'm just getting to uh, getting to the next one here. This is this is Joker's favor. Written by Paul Dini. Yep, written by Mr. Dini. Um, I'm sure, as most of you know, this is the uh, this is the first glimpse we get of Harley Quinn. Um, this version of Harley Quinn is not like the it's not the the onesie wearing, like off the wall crazy version that we we we've grown to love, but we kind of can sense that. But when this episode came out and there was the Joker and Harley uh, chemistry that they saw, they, they realized they really had a character there. And Paul Dini and Bruce Tim really I'm gonna, just I'm gonna have to watch knocked it out of the park. And the more episodes of this when I get home, because I just remember the Laughing Fish episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, hi. So good. What did you think of that episode, Kyle? Joker's, not Joker's favorite, Feats of Clay. Something. Don't even ask you anything anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It's something. Uh, I have something that could maybe be considered an opinion if you're interested, which I am not interested in giving away. So mean, our fans. They want to know what you think. I mean... did you not like the episode? Is that what you're saying? It's not my favorite episode, but it's so pretty good. Definitely is a good showcase of what Clayface is capable of doing as a character. If you were to cast Clayface, Johnny Depp. Really? No. Who would you Who would you have? I don't have a pick. You know I'm terrible John at Hamm. casts. No, John Ham. John Ham's way too good looking for that. He's Two Face. Michael Chiklis. <laughs> That'd be really good. He'd already he's already kind of done it. <laughs> he was the thing, and he's already in Gotham. But I don't care. I'd see. I'd watch John, not John. Uh, John Chickless. Ch- <laughs> John Chickless. <laughs> Michael Chickless. When John Ham and Michael Chickless had a child. Michael Ham. That'd be awesome. Like three men and a baby. <laughs> the, the updated version of that. Perfect. All right, Joker's so favor. We're at Joker's favor, and once again, I'll tell you, we are at the little title scene in the credits right after the uh, the opening the opening sequence. There, so we see John Lovitz and 
<laughs> I don't know who <laughs> Julia Louis Dreyfus. Sure. Elaine from Seinfeld, if no one knew who that was, but that looks like John Lovitz to me. Sign what? No, I'm kidding. So I'm going to hit play here in three, two, one, and click. Or not. Oh, yep. Here we go. Written, Written by, by Paul, Paul Dean. Dean. Who's that? He writes. Mm, look at that traffic. If only they have flying cars. Wait a minute. Typical male. I don't know why, but I'm imagining Christopher Walken doing this guy's voice. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of looks like Kevin Malone from The Office. I'm having a bad day, and the cops run me off the road. Yes. Yeah, don't mess with Charlie Collins. I could do a whole podcast on his hairstyle alone. Yeah. It's kind of the tr- Donald Trump thing going on. I don't know. Jeez, he just rams the guy off the road. It's the epic, Joker. Epic road rage. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to you. That's when he knew he fucked up. <laughs> it was at this moment. <laughs> he just waved. See you later. Hmm. Why is the Joker driving the National Lampoon's vacation station wagon? Even the Joker needs to go on vacation. (laughs) He's used through Gotham rush hour traffic. (laughs) So if you're in traffic, Tom, say you're on your motorcycle, you see this guy following you, you're like, who's following me? Then all of a sudden you see it's the Joker. What do you do? I pull a handful of marbles out of my vest pocket and throw them at his windshield. (laughs) I mean, to be honest, I'd be more afraid of this guy's hair. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle's got the zingers tonight. Don't jinx it. The computer will die or something. I know that seven grand I paid Kyle will be for nothing. Where's my money, bitch? (laughs) Joker's playing the mind games right now. There's a flint there was a fence blocking that road off, sir. Probably shouldn't have taken that way. Note to self, never drive through a fence. Yeah, your car dies. You wouldn't download a car, you wouldn't drive through a fence. <laughs> I mean, I'd say that guy's car is at least thirty megabytes. <laughs> The smart camel, man. This was like the prime. 
I've been seeing a lot lately on social media that he just kind of needs to let the character go. Yeah, I agree. You really? Yep. Mark Hamill's Joker? After yeah. the killing joke? I mean, he was better than Kevin Conroy in that. I thought ever. I don't. I didn't really care for that movie at all. I feel like I'm. I'm not the only one who's. No, we talked about it on episode seventy-two. I think. Like, check it out. Seventy-two or seventy-three. I think seventy-two is Hope Larson. So yeah, we talked about it seventy-three, and I just. I think it's time for. Him to hang people. up the, yeah. the purple suit. Yeah. I mean, he's always got the Luke Skywalker gig. I think he'd be cool, like, we have Adam West as, like, a cameo here and there. But as far as, like, doing the character, I'm really I'm really eager to see how the Adam West Batman-voiced movie is going to be. Like, Probably awesome. It's either going to be awesome or a train wreck. I mean, it can't be any worse than the killing joke. Uh, truth, I don't know about that. that. I would hope not, at least. It's an incredible feat if it's worse than that. Right? You know what I think they should do, though? I think that what they need to do is two years later. Yeah, he fucks with this guy. Um, What they need to do is make, like, animated versions, like, animated movie versions of, like, Batman, that's... Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. I think that'd be cool. Dude, that's John Goodman all the way. Bullock. Yeah. Hell is yeah. Batman animated series Bullock is John Goodman. J.K. Simmons, Commissioner Gordon. Oh, man. I would love to see. I've been, he's been my fan cast for years. Years. If you hear me, John Goodman. Be Bullock. John Goodman, I love you. Stop whispering. No one likes that. Just be Bullock. He does that sometimes. <laughs> so that's what that feels like. You can tell he's a good guy because he has a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> and Harley Quinn. Oh, this one is the actual Harley Quinn. This isn't the episode I thought it was. There's another episode where there's a Harley-esque character, and that's when they realized they had a character. But this is our onesie-wearing Harley one we've grown to love. One of my least favorite episodes of the animated series is the Red Claw episode. I don't remember that one. It's like this girl who fights the Catwoman. It's weird. <laughs> Even when I was a kid, I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> uh, in the New 52 run, there's a Endgame uh, one-off. And it's very similar to the storyline where he finds a guy and threatens him and then over the next few years proceeds to just destroy his life slowly it's so jokery 
It's great. That's so Joker. Good to see this guy still has the same hairdo after two years. Good call. Sometimes you just gotta. He owes me a favor. Is this the first Joker episode, too? In no, the series? I don't think so. No, I think it was Christmas with the Joker. It's just weird. Like, this whole episode is like... It's, it's like... Looks like Paperboy or Zombies Ate My Neighbors. <laughs> Doesn't it? Looks like middle of the day... Kyle, did I just did I just tap into your childhood right there? Paperboy and huh? I'm, I'm still having flashbacks. <laughs> Both good games. Yeah. I watch like once once a year. I watch like the entire gameplay of Zombies Ain't My Neighbors. That's a good game. Never got like once I got to that. Wait, wait. You watch gameplay instead I can't of just find the game. Freaking playing it. Can't find Zombies Ain't My Neighbors, sir. If only there was like this place you could go. Where all the games were archived. That would be nice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like a bay or something? (laughs) I don't know. Are you looking for it right now, Kyle? It's got to be for sale somewhere. I'm checking something. For sale? For sale. Like, do you want to buy for, like, Sega? I have a Sega. I think I sell them. I might have it. But I could never get past that worm. Damn worm. I know the worm you speak of. It's it, that was like a hard game once you get to the worm. What's going on with his hair, though? For real, I know. I can't the, how does it not move? It. It, shouldn't it be like all over the place? You would think so. We haven't seen too much of Batman in this episode. At all. The Crazy Clown Catering Company. <laughs> Interestingly enough, you can buy Zombies Ate My Neighbor for like $35 on Amazon. Really? That's For weird. Sega? Uh, SNES? How much Even is better? I don't have that. Bullock, Montoya. I really hope that we see a scene like this in the solo bath, like where it's just Bruce Wayne and Gordon, just like, just have like, ha ha! I know you're Batman, ha ha! No, not even that. Where they're just talking, they're like McDonald's or something. <laughs> McDonald's, yeah. <laughs> so Justice up? League brought to you by McDonald's. Christian Gordon goes up there. I'll have the chicken wrap. I'd like a pumpkin spice wrap. It <laughs> ruined. <laughs> Tom, Tom's basic. Tom's a basic white girl. Love pumpkin spice. 
I snorted a huge line of pumpkin spice before you guys showed up. I knew it. I'm just high as hell on pumpkin latte spice. From Starbucks, yo. That sounds awesome. It's almost fall, guys. Did you see my post on Facebook today? Yeah, you Look went at to like, the Apple Orchard. Give or me likes. Or did you just go to the grocery store and act like you went to an Apple Orchard? I went to the grocery store. Option two, yeah, I figured. But I'm going to an Apple Orchard here soon. But it's gonna be it's gonna be more like a pumpkin patch kind of a thing. Donuts, apple cider. Make up your mind. Trebuchet shooting pumpkins. Stop trying to impress your girlfriend. <laughs> just wanted to see pumpkins being shot out of a trebuchet. I mean, everyone wants to see that. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Mayor Hamilton Hill. What do they think? She's like a stripper or something? Like, come on, some police ball. <laughs> come on, John. I'm going to make you better than this. <laughs> Yeah. I love how she just hits him really hard. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, yeah. He does all that in front of his old lady, too. Like, oh, what? The old Come super glue on. on the door trick. Come on, you can't get out of that, dude. It hurts real bad. I love Gordon's like, is she a stripper? What is going on here? Alright, whose idea was this? Bullock, you dog, you. Oh. Laughing gas. I love his laugh. <laughs> is everyone like frozen? frozen? Yeah, like, everyone's like paralyzed. <laughs> this is just creepy. It's a good episode. I love the hat. <laughs> it got you there. Only he could reach around to the other side of the door. If only he could just man up and kick that door off the friggin' his hand. That might mess up his hair, though. Super <laughs> true. Through the skylight. Will you tattletale? Hurry, fix the autopilot. <laughs> That's what he's best at.
Wait a second here. That came from outside. What is going on? The goons are busy stealing stuff. We're bad guys. It's what we do. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God that Batman had WD-40 with him. (laughs) I thought it was one of those things that you clean out like your keyboard with. Compressed just, yeah, he's like it's sticky. <laughs> Batman's got oh, a du- so much better. Batman's got a duster problem. He's just doing inhalants. <laughs> Feels like I'm walking on sunshine. <laughs> How do you refill those those cans, Kyle? Compressed air. You don't. <laughs> you go to Walmart and refill them. Just buy new cans. Pull a can off the shelf and call it a refill. Oh, I love jousting. (laughs) Does he punch Harley in the face like in Suicide Squad? That'd be awesome. The hammer of justice is unisex. It's so random to see the Joker just like running yeah. and laughing. It's like, what is going on? <laughs> Batman's just got to be, what a weird life I'm living. Last week, I was fighting this clay face dude. This week, I'm this crazy clown is laughing everywhere. Man, I'm burning so things high right down. Now. <laughs> he just wakes up like, like, could you just imagine Bruce Wayne just wakes up from like a coma? Alfred, you gave me the ayahuasca tea again. <laughs> like, He just wakes up from a coma, and his parents are still alive. He's in a coma for 10 years. It's like, you'll never believe what I, the crazy dreams I had. But Thomas Wayne's actually Batman, and it all happened, really. That'd be cool. I still want to see a live action, like, Thomas Wayne as Batman. Like, Flashpoint. That'd be cool. I think that would be Morgan. Awesome, huh? Jeffrey D. Morgan is Batman. As Thomas Wayne? Yeah. That'd be cool. I'd be down. That would and be Lauren cool. And Lauren Cohan as the Joker. Nice. I mean, that's who she, she played uh, Martha Wayne. Right. Martha. Triggered. Why did you say that name? Charlie, man. Charlie just socked the old Joker one. Oh, snap. I wonder who did the voice of this. It kind of sounds like uh... Christopher Walken. No. <laughs> <laughs> who? Uh, James Woods. Oh crap! It kind of does. He even looks a bit like James Woods. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Joker's calling for Batman. They're best friends, man. 
He looks at it, he's like, okay, her real name is Harleen Quinzel. He hides behind Batman. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Batman, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully meatloaf. Nope. Oh, a piece of candy. We got to see who the who that was. Uh, casting. All right, starry voices. It was Ed, Ed Bagley, Bagley Jr. Jr. Really? Yeah. Man, I was way off. We got Arlene Sorkin as Miss Harley Quinn, who was also character. Uh, she was like the character model for Harley Quinn too. Robert Robert Costanzo as Detective Bullock. George Costanza can't stand ya. <laughs> can't stand. <laughs> uh, Man, nice. I really thought that was James Woods. You had me convinced for a minute. Not gonna lie. So we just knocked out number eighteen, twenty-one, and twenty-two of Batman the Animated Series. Had a good time. I thought that was fun. I'm glad the fans asked us to do this. And I mean, we just it. got to sit down and talk about Batman and the Animated Series and watch the animated. So, yeah, I'm happy. Are you happy? It was good. Are you happy? No. Why are you not happy? Because we're all done watching the show. Aww. Until next time, folks. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, Shanley and on Batman. Follow us on Twitter at Shanley and on Bat. You can follow Justin on Twitter at Batman Shanlian. You can file, follow Kyle at Looting Kyle, myself at Batman Bass Slap, and don't forget to check out www.shanleyanonbatman.com. Episode 74, Shanlian on Batman. I'm Tom Harper. Kyle Davis. Kyle Davis. Kyle Davis. Tom Harper. <laughs> kind of hole we fell into. What the hell was that? <laughs> I am the knight. I am the knight.